When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. Well, if you're a rugby fan, you need to have Stan Sport this year. It's a huge year with the Super Rugby Pacific just around the corner, the Rugby Championship and Bledisloe Cup, and, of course, the big one, the Rugby World Cup in September. And, of course, every tennis Grand Slam is also on there as well. So start your seven-day free trial at stan.com.au forward slash sport. But uh, all the focus... And at the moment is the Rugby World Cup after this seismic story yesterday that Dave Rennie is sacked and Eddie Jones is back in charge of Australian rugby. One man that knows Eddie Jones really well. He's a stand sport commentator now as well as Morgan Turanui. 20 tests for the Wallabies and is a former vice captain. He's been good enough to join us this morning. Hello, Morgan. Morning, how are you? I'm Pretty quiet day for rugby yesterday. <laughs> Not much going on. Just trying to take the focus off the Australian Open, are you, uh, in uh, the rugby world? Uh, just take us through your immediate reaction when the news came through yesterday. Well, I think like everyone's shock. It's very rare, of course, that a coach is let go and the coach is appointed in almost the same press release. Um, and it's a really, really strange set of circumstances that led to it. There was lots of talk over the past few months about Eddie Jones returning to Australian rugby, but it, most of it was all about after this upcoming World Cup in 2023. And uh, those conversations with Chairman and CEO of Rugby Australia had started months ago, but that was about, OK, what's Eddie Jones' idea around Australian rugby? What involvement does he want after this World Cup cycle? But then in November... Uh, South Africa beat England at Twickenham and England got booed off the field. Mm. And quickly after that, it snowballed. And, and a few days later, Eddie Jones becomes sacked. And that's the catalyst for where we are today. I think no other coach was being brought in for Dave Rennie. Dave Rennie would have gone to the World Cup until that moment that Eddie Jones became available. And, and Rugby Australia saw fit that instead of waiting perhaps till after this World Cup cycle, they bring Eddie Jones back 17 years later as the Wallaby coach. Yeah, I was going to ask you that uh, if um, Eddie wasn't available, would Dave be still coaching? You, you, you've answered that question. There, so it appears to be you know it's, it's pretty brutal, and obviously you know there's been suggestions, as you said, that you know talks even started 14 months ago with with what role Eddie Jones could play in Australian rugby. But given you know Dave's record, his winning percentage wasn't good. He had that shock loss to Italy, the first time he'd lost to them since 1983. It, it's hard to argue against it being the right decision. Would that be fair enough? Yeah, I think you've summed it up well, to be honest. I think because it's an Eddie Jones, don't forget, like, people will remember Eddie as the Wallabies coach from 2003 to 2005. Uh, think about whatever we're doing, whatever job we're in now, we're, hopefully we're better at it doing it for the next 17 years. So we get not the Eddie Jones of 2003 to five, which is a little bit like Dave Rennie. That was Eddie's first international coaching position, as was this for Dave Rennie. Dave Rennie will be a great international coach through the future. He'll get better and better. But what we're getting now as Australian rugby, we get the finished product. We get the end point of... Eddie Jones, who masterminded the greatest upset in World Cup history, Japan beating South Africa. Mm-hmm. Eddie Jones with the highest winning percentage of any coach for England in their history at 73%. We get the finished product. We get the complete um, history and experiences of Eddie Jones all bundled into one. He's an Australian. It's the team and jersey that he's passionate about. Even coaching England, he knew he had an eye on Australia. He cared about Australian rugby. So I think it's the understandable decision, and that's why I think no one else 
probably would be justified in replacing Dave Rennie, but this is a different kettle of fish, someone of the of the level of Eddie Jones. Dave just, just left himself open to it. I think the, the other thing, unfortunately, for Dave Rennie is that because he's done quite a good job in setting it up and blooding young players and creating a great environment, Eddie Jones has a chance of being successful because of the hard work done by Dave Rennie. And we'll never know what this nine months would have looked like under Dave Rennie, which is a shame for him. And that's, I suppose, the old adage of who'd be a coach. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, the money's good, but apart from that, it's, uh, it's pretty tough work. I just, you sort of sums up a little bit there at the end of that answer. But So how would you look back on Dave Rennie's time as the Wallabies coach? You know, win-loss doesn't look great, and he certainly had some you know, major injuries to deal with. So how would you sort of assess his time in charge? Yeah, it, it's been a very difficult period in Australian rugby, and, and I think he, he, he's a kind of great human being that he actually got the group through and the sport through very well. It was almost the, the perfect sort of stable guy to bring everyone back together at the time. He had to get through the COVID issues. They'd never spent more time in bubble. You know, we knew we learnt what a bubble was for sporting teams, and they're away from home and they're isolated. Um, he had you know injury issues, which you know he couldn't control enough his strength and conditioning program to get the output that he wanted. But then he also had um, um, issues with players playing overseas. So if he wanted to pick Quade Cooper or Samu Karevi, he couldn't always pick them on the last couple of spring tours. He didn't have them there. All those influences. And, you know, we've never played the All Blacks more than we've played them in the last few years just because of the geography of our lack of international travel situation. So lots of things conspired to create that black and white number that is his win-loss percentage, which all coaches live and die by. I think he did a, a very a sterling job in, in the most trying of circumstances for our sport. Our players have experiences at international level. Um, they know they can beat pretty much anyone on any given day in world rugby, and they go forward having had Dave Rennie put a lot of work into them. So he's, you know, in essence, he's, he's He's traversed one of the hardest three-year periods for, for any sports, and he's, he's he's done his best with the cards he's been dealt, and, and you've got to feel sorry for him, that's for sure. Speaking of former Wallaby Morgan Turanui, also a big part of Stan Sports rugby coverage about the big news yesterday that Eddie Jones is back, Dave Rennie sacked as Wallaby's coach. So now that we've got Eddie Jones back, and by rugby union, uh, you know, the, the administrator's own comments, he's the best coach in the world. Uh, externally, should our expectations for the Wallabies now increase for this upcoming World Cup in, in nine months' time? Well, they certainly should. I was quietly confident we'd go deep already. Uh, we've got a very good draw. Um, the, the big four teams, New Zealand, South Africa, France and Ireland, are on the other side of the draw. So we wouldn't necessarily meet them until the semi-finals if we get that far. Uh, which which that'll never be. We'll never get as good a run for a World Cup as we will this time. You add Eddie Jones nine months. He's only got five Test matches before the World Cup starts to with his team to to put what the influence he wants on the team. So he probably won't make wholesale changes. He'll just try to make you know sort of corrections around the edges of the way they play. Maybe some changes in selection on his viewpoints of players. Uh, I think there's a decent chance we can do very well at this World Cup. So tell us about Eddie Jones, the man, uh, Morgan, because I, I saw a few of the comments that came through on Twitter uh, yesterday. From I think a lot of them were some journos saying, okay, strap yourself in. Eddie's back. There won't be a dull moment with Eddie back in charge. What what sort of person is he like to, to play under? And, um, you know, how, how sort of tough is he as a coach? Yeah, I think by his own words, he thinks he's mellowed a bit <laughs> I'd be interested to see if that's true or not. But look, in terms of our time with him, it was a highly stressful, high-pressure environment. And it was a little bit about the times. And it was very much about the stick rather than than the carrot. Um, And possibly you can't treat the modern player like that. You can't treat young men like that anymore the way we were. But 
what you knew was you had the hardest working coach in the world. He drove his staff to work hard which meant he created an environment of high work ethic, always looking to improve, uh, trying to find innovation, change the game, what's the next step? So when you ran out on the field, you knew you were in outstanding outstanding physical uh, condition. You were definitely had some of the smartest rugby people in the world behind you. So you prepared, you had a clear game plan. So you always ran out with confidence because you, you knew no stone had been left unturned in terms of preparation. And I think that'll be really exciting for this group. The other side of it is there's a high churning staff because lots of people can't cope with that pressure environment. So it's that double-edged sword of he creates intensity, he drives an intense network. You, you are forged by that pressure into a better player if you can cope with it. Some players will, will be collateral damage. They won't be able to come along for the ride because they won't keep up with it. The issue with Australian rugby is a little bit that we don't have a ridiculous amount of players like England and mm. we don't have a huge amount of coaches we want churned out. So I think it'll be interesting to see what Eddie the finished product is like in comparison to those years. If he has tempered himself a little bit, he could be perfect for this situation. Is nine months enough? I know, I know that sounds like a long time, but that there's not many you know matches in that time and there's you know super rugby gets under Underway. Is that enough time for him to really put his stamp on this group and make the necessary changes ahead of a World Cup? Yeah, you'd normally say no. They'll have a couple of groupings together. I think the next one's in about April where they'll have sort of three days together. He'd bring a Wallaby group in to have a chat in between Super Rugby games. And as I mentioned, only five games. They'll play mm. him versus Michael Checker, his own teammate, Australia versus Argentina in Sydney. He'll play the All Blacks in Melbourne. Then he'll go over and play them in Geneva. And before that, he'll have played South Africa and they play France in a warm-up game just before the World Cup. That's not a lot of footy to, to make his mark, but we saw Michael Checker do it when appointed at the end of 2014 to take us all the way to the 2015 World Cup final. So sometimes those agent of change coaches can have a huge influence on the environment. Just a little bit of a change is maybe re- sort of a refreshing environment makes a difference as opposed to wholesale changes of the way their rugby is played. The second part to this is the four years that, that, that follow this World Cup coming is a British and Irish Lions series in 25 and that home World Cup in 27. There'll be the short-term bump with Eddie to this World Cup, but then his long-reaching plans for the future of the game as well. Yeah, it's an exciting time. Just finally, I mean, in, in the time that you played, if you go through, you know, two World Cups, 91, 99, you know, 2003 final, you mentioned we made the to- uh, final in 2015. It's been a real roller coaster ride for the Wallabies now for know, 15 years or so. Are we developing enough good players? Is there enough good players playing in Australia to get us back to the very top on a consistent basis like we saw in the, the 90s and early 2000s? Yeah, I think we still produce excellent players. To be fair, a lot of the great players that are coming through at school will go to rugby league because the NRL can offer them more money and a quicker pathway to the top with their, you know, that big national domestic competition, very much like the AFL competition. So it's hard to hold on to young talent. Um, so that, that means that young rugby players are often playing elsewhere or we've got you know, 150 players playing overseas. So we're not, truthfully, at the moment, we're not set up for long-term sustained success. So we can always have a big tournament like a World Cup. So we're sort of caught between the league and AFL sports and probably football where you know almost all of their players are overseas and they have that A-league. So we're in the middle there. It's how Eddie can move that dial uh, to make us cohesive enough to be consistent performance at international level. That's going to be his greatest challenge. There's still great Australian footballers coming through. It's identifying, developing and holding on to the right ones that will be key for him. And if you had one piece of advice for a young Wallaby in the camp that's never had anything to do with Eddie Jones, what would it be? 
Uh, I actually had a chat to a couple of players yesterday. A few of them reached out to say, well, what should we expect? What do you think? And I just said, be confident that, that this guy can make you as good a player as you can be, but you're going to have to put your head down and do the work. So your advice is strap in, boys. There's some hard work coming. Bring your work. It's test footy. It's test yep. rugby. It should be like that. Absolutely. This is the, the peak of the game. Hey, Morgan, thanks so much for your time and giving us an insight into the decision and uh, Eddie Jones, the man and the coach. We really appreciate it. Pleasure, mate. Thank you. Great to talk to Morgan Turanui, big part of the Stan Sport uh, team. And as we said, it's a big year, Rugby Championship, Super Rugby Pacific and Rugby World Cup coming up in France in September. Uh, tennis Grand Slams are also on there as well. So start your seven-day free trial at stan.com.au forward slash sport. This is mornings for the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now.